This is the fringe. It was stuff from at least like four of the readings from my class and, you know, like two outside papers, academic papers that I find and like a couple of, you know, non-academic fun articles from, you know, like popular websites. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, obviously um, I included the Verge's like article from late last year. That's good. Uh, the supposed podcasting renaissance. Yay. Yeah, sure it is. <laughs> Um, so let's see, where am I going to put that in? And then, like, okay, so so this this section, the, um, talking about, like, you know, our, our ideas for how to solve this technical problem are basically going to be, you know, it, that's our own ideas. That's what we're, we're talking about, like, mm-hmm. um, and, and probably, I mean, it would be a good idea to, to, for me to bring in concepts from the class about why these ideas are good, um. Then I'll try. I'll try to do that as we talk. But like, yeah, yeah, it, it might fall into more of a technical discussion on my end. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, and I can I can try and keep uh, me on topic. Well, not not just that, but also like kind of bringing whatever you say back to like, and these are the benefits of it. This mm-hmm. is how it's going to affect. Yeah. Right. Uh, the users and stuff. Um. Bum, 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 bum. Let's see. Where should I talk about the? Well, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll stick a mention to the Verge article right here underneath this adoption trends. Let's see. How do you spell Renaissance? Well, well, Google clearly can help you with that. I I can't. There it is. That's that's one of the words that I do need to type, uh, with you know, on a semi-frequent basis, but I can never ever remember how to spell it. That's like me with most words. I thought you were gonna say Matt. Uh, well, n- no, no. So Matt doesn't like know how to spell a word, but just missing a couple letters or transposing them. It's literally a different spelling completely. Does he spell words differently each time he tries? Often he will do that. Oh shit! Uh, you know what? You know what I got in the mail today? Oh, no. Well, I don't know what I got in the mail yet either because I haven't opened it. <laughs> I hope you're recording by now. I am recording by now, yes. <laughs> good, good. Because I would hate to, to miss uh, miss this this moment. All right. By the way, it's addressed to Mr. Ian Buck. Wow, Mr. Ian Buck, um, huh? I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where the heck is the open part? Okay. I think I'm just going to have used my knife. Yeah, I think that's wise. Whoop. Maybe that wasn't wise. This appears to be made of fabric. Oh, dear. <laughs> I, may have, I may have cut a piece of it. <laughs> Is this a freaking pillowcase? No. <laughs> What's going on? Okay, it's a white t-shirt. Oh, this isn't even from Matt. This is entirely different. <laughs> That's why it's so great. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. So my dad's best friend. Oh, that's so good. T-shirt for the ultimate pie day. Oh, that's great. <laughs> On the 15th at 9.26 and 53 seconds. You know, if Sam didn't suck, we would do a show on that day. But, oh, wait, Sam sucks. You're required to wear this on the date shown, and you must take a picture of you wearing it and send it to me, dude. I feel like that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
Yeah, it's going to be pretty hard for Matt to send you the thing he's supposed to be sending you. Why is that going to be hard? Well, because the thing he's sending you is still here on the desk. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. Where is that? Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah, it's just a tiny little hole that I made with the tip of my knife. Just just a tiny hole. Mm Mm-hmm. Does this thing have seconds on it? Yes, it does have seconds on it. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So now I have another freaking t-shirt because Lord knows I need more of those. Well, you know, you need to put layers on. <laughs> did you like that? Video? I did. I did like that. And it was such a shame when it was over. It's like, aww. And so so I couldn't... Okay, the YouTube video editor is sucks. Yeah, imagine right? that. And uh, so I couldn't get it to line up well, the ending of the song. It was, like, close. It was, it was off by, like, you know, five seconds or so mm-hmm. from, from the end of the song. But that's not good enough, you know? Right. Uh, because the, the video just ended in, like, what the hell am I supposed to add at the end of that mm-hmm. to get it to fit until the end of the song? Um, so basically what I did was I was just like, okay, I will just end the song abruptly, like, right before Andrew goes, be safe. Yeah, and it'll it just be like the most an- the most anticlimactic, like boring ending it to a supposedly exciting. Yeah, it was it, it created the effect that I was going for. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And I need to find one more popular article about podcasting. Um, what do you mean about podcasting? Just uh, this subject in general, you know, like, uh, can you, can you think of anything that you've read in the recent past that, uh, Hmm. let me think about that. Would fit this. Look, I searched for podcasting and a Google Plus post by you pops up. No way. From December 16th of 2014. Oh, that's recent. It's almost like... Does that count as a popular article? It should not count. (laughs) Uh, Here's the thing, and um, I have no idea what I just sent to you, because, like, memory's gone. There's more things. I like my equipment guides. Those are always good. See, uh, I'm very technical in my podcasting. Almost Mm -hmm. certainly not what you're looking for. Hmm. Actual podcasting. So did you talk about cereal at all? Um, well, I mentioned it uh, right here. Okay, yeah, right. And it's the fastest yeah. growing for ridiculous reasons. What do you mean for ridiculous reasons? It has mass appeal. Yeah. Like, that's it, why... But because it has mass appeal, it's not appealing to me. Yeah, Ryan, you need to be less of a hipster. Me, a hipster. Hold yeah. on, where I hold on while I wear my plaid shirt. I <laughs> I know I'm a hypocrite as well as a hipster, but you know a hypo hipster. I like it. <laughs> do we do fringe titles on this network? Oh. Uh, it's optional up there. Well, it's not optional anymore. Hypo hipster. Okay. Oh, I just realized that I never. Okay, I'm topic. What do you think that like? What did I put as the 
like episode. Okay, podcast creation. Does that even sound like a good title to you? It doesn't uh, sound like a very good title to me. No, I would uh, adventure for something more lengthy. Okay, like. I don't know, something like that. The mass uh, media of podcasting. Where? What was the uh, title of that um, other TED that we did? Man, this CMS sucks. I want a new one. The, well, you're in luck. You're making one right now. Turns out. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to sell something to you well, that you're making. <laughs> you know, Edison probably would have been able to do that. I may or may not have needed to be sold on it, but uh, we'll see. I love how it's free for creators and listeners. <laughs> it has to be. I mean, you know, we, we that's that's the disadvantage of most of the podcast, you know, networks like you know, CMSs and, and plugins and everything. Like, you know, you have to pay money for them. From a standpoint of the person making those things, I would say that's not a disadvantage. Except that, but the the whole goal, the whole goal in my mind, is to reduce all barriers for people trying to make podcasts. I understand. You know? And I, I, I also understand that, um, I mean, YouTube can get away with it because they're Google. Yeah. But it's but not how even are they expecting free. to get... But it's not like, even how free are they expecting... there. Because you have to watch ads. Exactly. No, yeah. So, But it's to create, it's free. Right. But to watch, it's to sell uh, your soul. Yeah, exactly. I know. And, and that's, that's what, like, presumably... That's how this would work is like the the network would put their own ads in front of uh any episode that you listen to. I can see that going downhill so fast. It, yes, I agree. I agree. Um but I can't see any other way around it. Like can you can you imagine a world where you go to listen to your favorite episode of 8-Bit, and before you listen, listen to this 30-second ad read from our friends at Target. I don't know something. It's a lot less egregious than some of the uh, ad reads that I hear, like in actual podcasts. Maybe. But then you also would, like, but then the creators would also have their own opportunity to put their own ads inside their episodes. Yeah. So, yeah. It, you, I, yes. Mm-hmm. I know it's not perfect, but otherwise, the person who makes the CMS is just going to be losing money anytime that anybody uses their thing. Well, I can make a CMS. I just can't pay for the hosting. Exactly, but we need to like we need to make sure that the creators don't have to pay for hosting. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, I do know. It yeah. is the it is the uh, it is the travesty of this very expensive medium. Can you imagine if it were video? It'd be even worse. Yeah. How does YouTube fucking do it? Like they ah! have lots of ads. Exactly. But people are okay with that. Either that, or they just use AdBlock. I mean, uh, nobody no. knows what that is. Then they're okay with watching ads. I mean, like you know, whatever. Like we, like we've, we've like, resigned ourselves. To like that we established tape. earlier, we're hipsters here. Yeah. Yeah. But even even I have decided that I am okay with watching ads on YouTube because, by and large, the the people whose stuff I watch on YouTube, like I want to support them, so I watch the ads. Like the last person I want to watch ads from is uh, Mr. Rich Pants over there on the. Uh... Let's stand in front of a sign that I look exactly like. <laughs> I mean, where where are you looking? Do you have that 
Google Plus post, like, up on a screen somewhere? No. Okay. It looked like you were, like, I don't know, looking at the wall like you had a poster up there. Yes, I have a poster. (laughs) (laughs) Just installed earlier. Look, it's even framed. I mean, you, you type in things here that you would want in here as features and stuff. I don't want features. I don't... Well, what's, Okay, what's your goal with all of this, Ryan? My CMS is my CMS. Um, it's it's more, I, I'm following more of a WordPress model, so okay. a WordPress.org model. Maybe, I guess you could do it in the WordPress.com and .org style, so there's a paid version and a completely free to host yourself and do whatever you want to version. And I'm too Wait. technical for my own good. Yeah, wait, what do you mean by the paid version? Like, what, well, what do you, so, so what do paid, you get when you pay so, for WordPress? So the paid version for WordPress.com is you get to... Well, it's free if you use WordPress.com. You know, you can upload pictures, you can upload posts, you can do a lot of stuff. Uh, there's space you know, space limitations that you might run into eventually. But then you can pay to get rid of those space limitations. You can pay to have special themes. You can pay to have your custom domain name. You can pay for, you know, more hosting space. And then the opposite of that would be the .org version, where you can just take your open source code and put it up on your own server, and then do everything yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's too technical. I don't know. A lot of people do it, though. A lot of people have WordPress blogs. Sixteen percent of the internet. <laughs> right. And most of those aren't on WordPress.com. Most of that are. Most of that is standalone somewhere doing something. Okay, well, I, I mean, I would I would argue that that's probably because most blogs are run by companies of some sort, you know, and so... I don't know if I believe that they, at all in any direction. I think there's a lot more people than there are companies running blogs. Okay, because I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, any, every company that exists has, like, you know, a blog for little updates and what they're working on and stuff. Yeah, I think there's a lot more people. Or, yeah. Like, myself alone, I have three... Wor- Three WordPress blogs concurrently right now in real time. Blog.ryanrampersad.com. Oh, crap. Right. The current Nexus. Four. Four of them. <laughs> so that one, the Nexus. So, uh, so I have both Ryan Rampersads, the old one and the new one. I have Ryan May. There's an old Ryan Rampersad? Yeah, Chronicles. Okay. Is, if up down, If up down doesn't have a blog. No. I don't know what your fourth one is. Typing soon. <laughs> I haven't written there in literally forever, but it does exist. Wait, where did you put this thing? Uh, sidebar chat in the doc. That's a thing. There it is. Oh, my God. Right. I forgot that you had an anime blog. Yeah, me too. Forget, I, forget, <laughs> I forget frequently. Why are Why are all these images showing up double? Yeah, if I knew the answer to that... <laughs> I don't, like... <laughs> I, I don't know. I'd fix it, but Excellent. I just don't care. Did I ever tell you I hate WordPress? And okay, so so but you say that you're going with the WordPress model. Do you you don't mean like any similarities apart from here's my thing, you can use it on your website. Yeah, uh I, I don't think I'd be necessarily lifting and maliciously using their code base for my purposes. But Right, but I was I was like you know, the open source model from, some software okay. that you can run and um, it's much more tweakable than the paid version, but that is not managed mm-hmm. by them. 
does it hate me and not you? What? It's complaining about my wish, like my use of the word wish list, but not yours. What the heck? Oh, so I I don't know. I think I was typing like the word car yesterday or a couple of days ago in one of the docs I was working in. And for some reason, it did not want me to type in car. It wanted me to correct it to cart, no matter what. Like, I untyped it a few times, I reloaded the dock a few times, and I, it always wanted to put it car to cart. That's so weird. And it just... Why, what is wrong with yours? It's showing up as red on yours, right? Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Try capitalizing it. I did. It didn't work. Why? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't it. understand. <laughs> Okay. Um Let's see, there's so many different like databases for podcasts like And by so many you mean like uh, one. Right, there, but there's like lib- libsys or libsyn. That's or not really a database. What, 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 right. But, okay, so so isn't it? I wouldn't what is it's it's um a content host and yeah. Okay. It's the thing you want, but just not them. What? Well, so I'm I'm pretty sure on Libsyn you can just host your show notes and you can host your MP3s. I mean, it's it's essentially what you want. It's just not mm-hmm. free. Right. Okay. So, oh my God, that's awful. So people who use Libsyn who then go, oh my God, this new podcast isn't on Libsyn. Like, they're they're being idiots. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Because like like the okay so the bottom line is you want to need your your podcast to be searchable on like a podcast manager right any given podcast manager right? yeah and that's so, and not... how do you get that well what is a podcast manager like uh, Beyond Pod I'm thinking the yeah, Beyond oh. Pod lists are curated by Beyond Pod I think oh okay if I hit the add button, I don't even know how to use this stupid app anymore. They've changed it every other week. So if I hit comedy, I'm guessing this is coming from something they've made. Like shit, we should have. I should have like contacted them and asked them before. Because I, I don't. I don't know. So uh, you probably don't know who it is, but Marco Arment, he made Instapaper and he made recently an Overcast. And Overcast is a podcasting app. And, okay. uh, of course, Overcast being an iOS app can, is fully interoperable with iTunes podcasts because, you know, why not? But he curates okay. himself the, the lists of, you know, major categories of podcasts. You know, if there's a popular mm-hmm. one that he knows about, he'll put it in, but otherwise it's not seen there. Hmm. Um, I think Windows, and by Windows, I mean Microsoft has somewhere a podcast like repository of right i remember but when you try to google it you can't find it but um i remember ben was talking about because he has a windows phone yeah one of mine Mm -hmm. uh and he was like hey you guys are in the windows the windows itunes store or a podcast store thing and i was like are we really I didn't. How know did that. we get there? Yeah, so, so what, I think they must—they must just pull from iTunes. Uh, I almost absolutely one hundred percent believe that. Yeah. Um, shoot, because what was it like? I think I think it was um, What's Tech, Chris Plant's new mm-hmm. podcast, where on like the second episode or something, they were like, you know, addressing. Um, you know, some of like the the listeners had been complaining about, you know, how it's not searchable and whatever, whatever podcast manager I use and they're like we're, we're you know we're getting that figured out and you know well how does one get that figured out right yeah um so like um hmm 
see these these names elude me. There's a, a podcast thing. I think it's called Stitcher. Is that right? Stitcher. Have you ever heard of that? That's the one I'm trying to think of. Yes. Yeah. So Stitcher. Stitcher, they maintain their own listing, their own curated gallery of podcast, you know, things. And not only that, mm-hmm. they're even worse. Hey, is this the show? Um, they're even <laughs> worse than that in a way because they, um, I think you can work with them to make it them not do this. But what they'll do is they'll download your podcast one time and then rehost it for you if it's really popular. But that means you also don't get the, the download numbers from those Stitcher people, right? And oh, of course, awful. and of course, everybody just loves that. Thanks for not taking my bandwidth, but no thanks for not giving me my numbers. So, um, our, again, our good friend Marco Armand, he um, you know, he's literally rich because he kind of just like you know cashed out on Tumblr. But beside that, uh, he is adventuring soon to um. I don't want to say rehost. I'm going to say mirror instead. Um, any podcast that isn't in HTTPS by default. So if, um, you know, somebody, hmm. somebody isn't serving in their RSS feeds HTTPS links to their podcast, he will literally download it through his server every single time to send it to you on your iPhone. But, okay, but, but it's still, but it's downloading it every time, sending them okay. the, the count. So I, mean, I guess that's a, a fair middle ground, isn't it? But I mean, uh, uh, but what's what's the advantage of that then? Because the downloading it from the original source to him is still not like secured. The reason he wants to do it is because he uh, runs his website in HTTPS, and if you have non-HTTPS content on the same page, it will display warnings. Right. Of course. <laughs> And presumably, uh, the the iPhone also is probably angry that there's like non-protected content coming in mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. Oh goodness. Okay. So, woo. There are advantages and disadvantages for the two. You know, this being just kind of an open, wibbly wobbly, you know, area. Of course. You know, it's uh, you know, we've there there have been podcasts for what fifteen years. But it's like every other medium, sort of, except newspapers. Like, it's always changing, and it's uh, in flux right now, in real time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last time I saw a newspaper change was when I folded it earlier today. Um, was a, it was a really bad airplane. Did it, it, did it just kind of, you know? Yeah, all three floors, right down. Nice. <laughs> oh, so I was, uh, I was playing Never Alone with Liv yesterday. And she was controlling a a, cre- or a, a character that flies, right? Mm-hmm. And because uh, he's like a, an animal spirit. And the default action when she's not like actively controlling it is not to just kind of float there or like you know kind of like zip back and forth or something like that. Yeah, something reasonable. It's to dive. The default action is to just go straight down into the ground, yeah. head first. And because, like, whenever he's moving, whenever he's flying, he's kind of making these, like, swimming movements sort of through the air. That's so weird. <laughs> he's sticking out of the ground, like, his head's in the ground, and then his arms and legs are sticking up out of it, and he's, like, swimming <laughs> in the ground. Swimming! Oh, that reminds me. I took a video of it, and I need to upload that to YouTube. Video and YouTube. That'll take, like, all night. Oh, for you, yeah, it will. Yeah, oh. point eight up or whatever. That, that's point, ridiculous. Point um, oh, I, there, what was the other wish list thing that I have? Um, wait, it's not because I have a colon there, is it? 
No, it's not. Okay, good. Oh man, that's it's like the dreams. This is a wish list, isn't it? Yeah, I know, I know. You know, like when I try to play Guild Wars, when I try to play uh PvP, they're supposed to match you with somebody of your own skill level to fight against. Never mm-hmm. happens. I die every time. <laughs> uh I, I just would be unable to find a person to co host with or a person to produce or um I mean, presumably, if you if you have somebody as a producer for a show that you host, like you already know this producer, probably. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, that's that's a thing here. Yeah. Okay. Here. A comment section. Ugh. Who who wanted that? <laughs> I I don't, but I but I mean, but you need something to like replace it, you know? Like Twitter. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but that's outside of the whole thing. I, I think that's the best part. It's asynchronous. It's away. So anything that's negative will stay there away from where your positive thing is. And mm-hmm. the positive parts are sent to the people anyway who wanted it in the first place. No, But so are the negatives. Right. But they're not where the static product is forever. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, I, I, I've, uh, in the recent times when, when some of my favorite companies have been purchased and gobbled up by the big companies, I think, I thought to myself, do we really want the big companies to get bigger and own literally everything? And I think no. We don't need such integrated solutions. I mean, I, I love integrated solutions because it gives me a nice unified universe to work in. There's but... no reason and you know, uh, a distributed solution can't do that. It's just that it's much harder. Yeah, yeah. But on the other hand, it's like, you know, you can't get everybody in the actual universe to use this one unified solution. Yeah, and I think it's probably better that you don't try to get people to do that. Look at look at what Why happened. Not? <laughs> look look at what happened when we tried. Ryan, I just want everybody to conform to my standards. I, like I why don't they do I that? I understand. <laughs> Audio quality focused web streaming tool. Right, so. <laughs> oh, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So that you can live stream thing like so, audio things, or so it's not only like live streaming, but also recording. Okay, gotcha. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's Skype plugins for that, supposedly. I think. But, no, you know, but, but nobody uses them. We don't want to use that. Suck. Hi, Andrew. Hi. <laughs> I hate myself for this, but I'm going to say an app. Mm, I can't see what's wrong with that. Does it break the spirit of the web? No, no. I mean, I still, I still just kind of think about the word app as like this is the buzzword. I've always viewed it like that a little bit. You know, everybody and and anybody like. They just, they gotta have an app, you know? If you don't have an app, you're bust. Well, you know, it's funny you mention that. So, the way I'm coding the website right now, the new the new CMS, is that it's all, um, so just, just for now, until I get around to actually, like, writing all the new designs and stuff, it's all pushing out JSON strings. 
So, okay. you know, it, it'll give you your show title, your show number, your content, your descriptions, who's in the show, related episodes, and it gives it out in a big JSON bundle, which is perfectly okay. consumable as an API for an app. Hmm. Right. What a, what a fun thing to do, you know, on a Saturday night. Make a little uh, Nexus Viewer app. Could happen. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about, like, uh, a viewer, you know, like, for, for listening to podcasts. I'm, I'm thinking more like... Well, I want to record a podcast, and all I have is my phone here. Yeah, that's do, the, I'll do that. that, with that won't this be good awful enough. microphone. Yeah, well, we can shoot that down. Your wish list has been denied. I mean, but how does Alex Bloomberg do it? Well, he has a gigantic microphone that he, you know is attached to like a proper audio recorder at his hip or something. You right, know? of course. You know, allegedly this ATR twenty one hundred can can um, push audio into an iPad. Um, or into an Android device through micro USB, but I've never gotten it to work. You're referring to the the microphone that you're using right now. Yeah. Okay. You know, if you could plug a real mic in, it, it would be fine to do that. You know, a one person show. I don't know why anyone would listen to that, but I guess you could do it. Is is this supposed to be multiple latencies? Uh, no, yeah, yeah, multiple. No, no apostrophe. That's such a funny word. <laughs> okay. Um. This is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to do your uh, title after, that's fine, too. I mean, it doesn't matter. You mean after the actual show? Yeah, if like, you want. In, oh, um, nah, because, I, I mean, I might as well. Might as well record it now. Okay. Gosh, I feel so bad. Like, I feel awful recording a, a title when you're in studio. Why? Like, this is just going to bother me because, uh, because I'm aware that... A, this microphone isn't as good, but also B, I've noticed that uh, the just the, the the audio quality of my internet to you has been awful oh, this semester. Oh, you've noticed that? Okay, well, I'm glad. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that um, that's pretty much true of everyone who calls me. So I don't know if it's just you. So, for example, uh, mm. Brian Mitchell will call, and it's just like, huh. But it didn't seem like it was this bad last semester when I was in Sweden. Yeah, because you were only farther away with an ocean in the middle. With higher bandwidth. What America? Hi, how you doing? <laughs> Thanks, CenturyLink. Anytime. Um, what, what, what is the topic? <laughs> <laughs> is this a show? <laughs> the mass media. Sure. Oh, podcasting. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, even though... Um, I mean, what a, the meat of what I want to talk about is breaking down barriers to creating podcasts. Mm-hmm. I guess that, that works a lot better than what I had earlier anyway. Yeah, why don't you type that in? Jeez, like I didn't think of it before. Nope. Okay. Yes. I need lubrication before we start. Very well, good. Mm-hmm. So you know what to do. Let me know when you're ready. I'll hit the I'll hit the the marker button here. I am ready. This is the extra dimension. This episode is on the topic of reducing barriers to podcast creation, featuring Ian Buck and Ryan Rampersad. Find the show notes for this episode on the blah blah. <laughs> oh crap! Are you telling me that live reads pose a problem? They kind of do, as we know from like every single time that I've ever read these. Fuck! Shut up. I'll just move the marker. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. Well, I, I mean, it was it was good up until that last sentence. So yeah, you keep but, the first but you know what? Uh, you're bandwidth, man. Just do want, it again. You don't want to do that? Okay. Just do it again. Woohoo!
Look, it feels even... weird trying to like end a show that I don't have a set like thing to end with. Well, I mean, you don't even need to record titles because look, that was taken care of. That that is true. That is very true. I feel like you could talk about this, you know, every so often too. Uh, I feel like uh, it changes a lot. Do you um, do you have uh, an example of one of these like state of podcasting articles that you uh, can put uh, in the thing? Let, let me see. I just realized that I'm supposed to have two well, uh, popular. So if you, uh, so maybe it's not like a state of podcasting per se, but if I send you this link to, yeah, let me just put it in the fringe notes area. So if I just send you this link to the podcast method, and you look at Dan Benjamin who runs Five by Fives um, hardware guide you will see that his baseline mic is $79. And if you scroll down just a wee bit, uh, you'll see his headphones. His baseline headphones are the worst headphones in the world, so don't buy those. Um, what, the and, $29 ones? Huh? The Sennheiser HD Yeah, th- those, those are the ones the podcast guest here in the studio uses. Guests? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and they're, 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 they're awful. No, they were just like, they were $15 on Amazon three years ago. I got them. Okay. It was a good deal. Uh, I also got them mostly because of Am- um, uh, Amazon. Matt said that he didn't need headphones, and it's like, Matt, you can't hear already. You need headphones. <laughs> so then if you scroll down, he'll you know link to your intermediate and your advanced, and that's fine, but the baseline was $79. And, of course, that's not without all the accessories like your pop filters and boom arms. And then uh, he'll talk about mixers. And, of course, you can't have a multi-person podcast, really, without a mixer if you have multiple people in studio. And so if, you're, mm-hmm. if, if you know for sure and you, can, and you can guarantee that everybody you know will be remote, great, cool story. But if you can't, you're screwed, and now you have to spend $450. Well, great. And if you have a Mac, well, you already spent like $800 more than you needed to. Okay, so then what about software? Well, there he doesn't list really any software for Windows except Reaper, which, well, is fine, I guess. You have to pay $60 for Whereas Audacity, which is actually just fine for me and probably many others, that's free. And, in fact, Audacity is getting some pretty big upgrades pretty soon. The noise removal tool is going to be enhanced significantly, and the... Um, uh, plugin tool set is going to be enhanced. You'll be able to run VST plugins in real time. So that's going to be pretty fancy. Then he talks about the double ender or the N ender, basically recording on both ends and then merging after. You'll have to deal with audio drift, which is CPUs recording at different speeds because of different clock speeds. Kind hmm. of a travesty. Well, that's, and the, that's, of course, seems crazy to me that that's a thing that happens. It, it, it happens, and um, Marco Arment, the the guy who made Overcast, he um, put out a little uh, script or something somewhere on uh, GitHub that would analyze two audio files and figure out the um, you know the offset that you need to apply. I guess I don't know. I don't know how he did it. It's pretty good. Okay. And then of course he talks about all the other software that you can get for Mac, which of course is GarageBand, and so from GarageBand, which is free, but I hate GarageBand because it just sucks to use. And it has really no features for, like, voice processing, you know, like noise removal, silence truncation. Mm-hmm. Um, it can do some, you know, you can you can make clips and you can rearrange stuff, but that that's about where it ends. Well, the next step is step up is $199. And, like, okay, great. So then if you wanted to do streaming, I guess you could just use a Hangout on Air unless you wanted the double ender, in which case you probably wouldn't do that. I don't, I don't, because you wouldn't be able to do 
you wouldn't be able to do the double ender because then you'd have other people's voices in the other people's recordings and then that would mess everything up. So you'd have to do it this way with Icecast, which is free. But if you have a Mac, it's not free. It's $60. And then if you're on a com- Windows computer, it's $300. And then huh. I, you just, oh, rage-inducing anger. So something that I just thought of, um, you know how how YouTube and, you know, well, like Google photo and video processing in general loves to just do automatic things for you, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, so how how possible would it be if, you know, if we had the website, you know, being able to record things for the user to just, like, take that file right afterwards and automatically do all of the truncation, taking out stuff. That's that's totally possible. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's no reason, I I mean, I would let them, those things be options, you know, some people might not want (laughs) me to mess with their audio, but it is absolutely non-impossible. You might not be able to use literally Audacity's, you know, code for it, Mm-hmm. But I'm sure you could find some audio processing, you know, C library, and you could um, analyze the waveform. In fact, I know how to do this in JavaScript. I was doing it the other month. You could analyze the waveform for amplitude, and if it's below, you know, your 40 dB threshold, uh, you just uh, compress it. You 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 say, okay, well, it's been 40 dB for three seconds now. We're gonna say any time it's above three sec or two seconds, cut it by one half. So if it's a six-second silence, it's three seconds now. If it's 20 seconds, mm-hmm. it's 10 seconds now. Um, and, you know, if it's a somebody breathing and then talking again, it won't be cut because it's, you know, more, it's less than a second uh, of time. So I guess that is totally right. possible. Uh, and then the silence truncation is the same. Noise removal should be mostly the same. That would be more of a frequency distribution, I think, because you're, you're trying to cut out the low hum frequencies, I guess. That one sort of takes a little bit of, um, like, human intervention, but I think you could make a basic script to figure it out, probably. Um, yeah. I'm not that smart. And uh, finally, doing compression and normalization and equalizing should be pretty easy. So, yes, you could absolutely do it. Yay! <laughs> I like we how you just invented pod- Well, we just invented Audio Auto Awesome, so... Oh, I hate that name. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yep. Good times. Good mm-hmm. times. You know, I, I'm so happy that I got to make a podcast for a class. <laughs> isn't that great? I, I mean, I love talking about podcasting. I, I I love the idea of it. I love talking. You know, it's uh, it's like radio, but uh, cheaper and easier. I was really kind of worried actually because one time in class, like I just kind of mentioned during the discussion, like, yeah, I have a podcast, and the professor just went, oh. <sighs> another one like really and i was like are you serious like we're in a class called new media technologies why are you scoffing at me you know that is i have a podcast well so you know when i remember that podcast who wanted to absorb the nexus oh my gosh i yeah i do remember that (laughs) like mike on mike or something i don't mike on scott i don't i don't know but you you remember their website was awful well so i think it was a wordpress site Wait, was that um, was that like Ian's dad's Friend? boss or something? I don't, I don't know what the relation was. I was supposed to get more information because it was going to be the most hilarious thing in the world. <laughs> I mean, so, how about we absorb them instead? Well, so what I was joking about on the show and in the fringe that day was that it would be reverse acquisition because 
There's no way my code base isn't better, even if it is awful WordPress. There's no way that... Okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of in, uh, in quantum computing today. Um, you know, we, we were, like, doing something, doing something, and, and the professor was like, all right, now, you're just going to have to trust me on this, but, like, right here in the middle, we're going to want to insert two not gates because that's you know we're allowed to do that because two not gates next to each other is the identity yeah. and, and and I just turned to the guy next to me and I'm like well it's not not the identity <laughs> why would that what would that do it um so it was because the, there are some there are certain rules that we had just established uh, that we had just been taught where if you have like a not gate followed by a particular thing followed by a not gate then you can just reduce that to another thing. Yeah, okay. And so basically what we had what we had in the whole phrase was like there was some things, a not gate, some things, some more things, a not gate, and then some more things. And so he was just like, okay, we're gonna stick two not gates right here in the middle so that the like on either side of those not gates there's a nice thing that we can reduce. I might quantum, get it. Yeah, I yeah it's hard. Quantum computing is a little weird. Yeah. Actually um I have my notebook here. Oh, Maybe I can, no. I can show you. Okay so it's going to be towards the end. Where are we? I use loose leaf only. Okay, so here we go. So this... So... Yep. Not followed by... What is that? R of beta? Yep. Wait, well, since when is a not gate an X? That That's how he's writing them. Uh, okay, that's don't weird. Yeah, um, uh, that that becomes R of, what, negative beta? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that sort of thing. And then... I hate symbolic, symbolic algebra. I just, I just, yeah, I, mean, I don't. Uh, it's ah, here we go. So, so where am I? Don't worry I'm about have it to too click much. On myself to make, I'm gonna make myself bigger so I can okay, actually see. Okay, me. you make yourself huge. Uh, where am I? Okay, so, so yeah, these are the two knots that we inserted. Yep. Um, and so you know that allows this knot R something knot to be reduced. Or not, you know, yeah, not to yeah, be reduced, yeah. but like to become right that. Yeah, and then that one also turns into that. Uh huh. Yeah. See, um, that's the exact kind of stuff I hate because it's not code. Like you can show me code and it can look really complex, but I'll get it eventually. You can show me uh, some scribbles on a piece of paper or a whiteboard that have nothing to do with code, and I'll never figure it out. Yeah. So, so linear algebra is specifically not a uh, a requirement for this class. Mm-hmm. But he keeps bringing up stuff about linear algebra and having to teach us little bits and pieces of linear algebra in order for anybody to understand what the hell's going on. Like what? Like your determinant? <laughs> um, uh, mostly just matrix stuff. Oh, that's not too bad then. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is, which is why linear algebra isn't a requirement. Yeah. Because uh, there's, there's yeah. a lot of weird like functions you can use in linear algebra that just finds random things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I took that class years ago. Yeah, me I too. I have no, I have it. no idea anymore. I remember some V's and some Q's, and then I, again, it's not code, so I have no clue. Yeah, I'm. So one of my housemates was like working on a project for a class that he was doing in Python. Actually, it had to do with analyzing audio files. Hey, and um, you remember, I patched and, that sh- that that um eight bit show. No, not eight bit. I I patched that universe episode together. When the computer crashed with Python. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I still don't... I mean, I don't know any of the details of how you did that, but, you know. Literally um, a pen. Yes, 
so he he called me over and you know asked me like what's 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 wrong with my script? What am I doing wrong? You know, I'm just trying to find like the the location in the audio file that has the lowest decibel. Okay. You know, and yeah. and, uh, and you know it should have been quite simple. And mm-hmm. um, turns out what what he was doing wrong was he was not using the like get value method for yeah you know because he had like a for loop and then uh-huh. he was like you know this this spot you know if it's less than that one then it, you know we put it in as the minimum right and um and so basically all he was missing was well you need to get value instead of like the actual thing because i think it was just returning the yeah like the, the location static, yeah yeah uh-huh. and uh but i but i'm looking through this going oh my god code I remember how this works, right? <laughs> yeah, because I haven't I haven't coded properly in forever. Well, not since last semester. Yeah, I code a lot. But, but, but before those projects, the last time I coded was probably spring semester. You know, like I code in my free time. I'm always just coding. I would, yeah. Uh, I wish I did that, but then at the same time, I kind of enjoy like doing other things. I I totally understand. I totally get it. Like, if I didn't have, like, the Nexus to code for, I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, my motivations for learning uh, Rust and naming a good cat as such was because I wanted to make the war game platform independent and Java independent. Mm-hmm. Look at well how that worked. So, did you ever successfully multi-thread it? Which one? War game. In Java, it is multi-threaded. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because I, I remember when I first uh, got this computer and... Sean decided that he wanted to overclock it. Um, yeah, I think, you know, then I think you were getting like a 32 and I was getting a 31. Something like that. Yeah. Higher numbers are better, right? Yep. Okay. I couldn't remember if the final number was still like seconds per game yeah, or don't... games per second. or. Remember, it's I hate units. <laughs> I don't do measurement. That's funny <laughs> because that's all that that program is designed to do. I, I coded it. I don't know how it works. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But um... well, so the the major reason I I'm, I've stopped working on the Rust code is because Rust is in this super state of flux right now on their march to uh, 1.0, and mm. everything I did is completely invalid now. Like syntactically, it won't even compile. I'm glad that I hopped onto Meteor like right after they oh yeah hit 1.0. I I, I remember, got super lucky. I remember when Meteor was like 0.2, and I looked into it, and it's like, man, this is so cool, but I'm not using it yet. <laughs> it was just, it was perfect for our project, like you know, it's uh it's really it's really the successor to uh, the uh, AJX push engine from a few years ago. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, I've decided. But I'm actually going to take the rest of the evening off because apart from this final project, all I have to do is uh, a take-home test for quantum computing. And I know not, that not. I, haven't, I haven't been uh, able to give that class enough attention to do well on that test. So I'm just kind of like, whatever. You know, I, I, feel, need... I feel like about that, like for pretty much any assignment now, eh, I don't know what to do. I don't care anymore. Do you actually have classes that matter for, like, you know, your major or anything? Um, yes. Your degree? Okay. Well, so, Cause... like, if there's code, I can do it. It's done. It's, I've already done it. But if it's not code, it's really hard for me to care. Okay. Yeah. Like, if it's book work, like, ah, go find the quantum variables of the uh, compiler. And so, like, the compiler should not be quantum threaded. 
Actually, the so the first like two to four weeks of that class were super super interesting because it was all like high level theory. You know, this is what happens to quantum bits, like just individual quantum bits when you manipulated them in different ways. And it was like, this is super cool. Mm -hmm. And this is like, you know, I now know why you can't uh, uh, communicate faster than the speed of light. That's good. Even though in all of the the sci-fi stuff, you know, they always use quantum entanglement to be like, we can communicate across the galaxy, no problem. No answer um, for you. Yeah, but... uh, and, and so that that stuff was, like, really, really interesting. I was paying super close attention. And now we're, like, doing these awful things with, like, controlled knot gates and, like, so, multiple, you know, multiple, like, qubit lines that are going through a timeline at the same time. And, uh-huh. like, you know... I really wish uh, I, I really wish my computer department and, and probably just all departments had more of those, like, two or three week, not, like, classes, but, like, things where you would just learn at a high level something really interesting. And then you mm-hmm. can just get to go away. So that that's basically what Gustavus does with their J term. That's very you know, nice of them. Because Ian just has uh, one month classes where it's like, all right, now we're going to talk about uh, what what did they even do? It was just like something about sci-fi movies. Oh, that sounds good. It was like it's like a specific aspect of it, and, and you know, it sounds super interesting. Mm-hmm. I think the the music in video games, I, I believe, is a J term course that yeah. JPM. Yep. teaches so that's why he knew so much about it well you know i followed him on twitter and you know he'll he'll tweet whenever they're doing a concert or something and it's like one person favorited it oh it's so sad <laughs> i'm s- s- supposed to be building my following good 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 you just take it slow don't follow tech meme you'll be good okay i'm already i'm already following all of the polygon and verge people so well see the, my, i hate those verge people is- it's it's a you know we here's could, another verge article you know we could take a we could take a whole ted talking about the verge and how i hate them <laughs> do you want to sometime so I, yeah i'm curious to know what kinds of other criticisms you have of the verge just to see if uh if those carry over to polygon because i i just i, no, I adore they polygon do, i don't well okay so i don't follow probably anyone from polygon per se but mm-hmm. I don't think I would be so angry at Polygon because they're still reporting their topic. It's like, oh, there's a new game, or there's a new uh, 3DS, or there's a new um, NVIDIA console. Mm-hmm. Cool, look, there's the story, that's it, bye for now. Instead of The Verge, you won't believe this thing that just happened with some actor. And it's like, I don't care, why are you writing about this? Mm-hmm. Here, let me see. I'm sure I have Twitter open right here. Uh, let's see. Where's Neilai? I'm sure he's around here somewhere. There were some people. Oh, okay. Uh, here, here's one. A simple injection could one day stop people from bleeding to death. The Verge. What? Why is this a thing? It should not. It has nothing to do with what The Verge is supposed to be about. Okay, it's let's... kind of tech. It's not consumer tech exactly, but it's kind of. I just. I know. just. It's not. Image Girl launches iPhone app to make browsing addicting images easy. Why is that an entire story? It's not. Okay, what's this one about? A step-by-step account from an overnight digital heist. Oh, and then they'll say, this story is bonkers. And it's like, you guys, it's just a story about the Galaxy S6. It's not bonkers. It's nothing. It's just another phone that's literally identical to last year's, but 5% faster. 
So do I do you, are you opposed to those articles existing on the Verge period, or are you just like miffed that they that that's all that they're sharing on the on the Twitter? Uh, so uh, I I don't like some of the articles anymore. You know, there's there's too much fluff and not enough content. Literally, if the mm-hmm. article is three hundred words, why even bother? Just hit the cat trash button, and then their their tweets are hyper hyped. Like, just no, yeah, can't, can't handle it. And then I um, think my other problem with The Verge at this point is everybody who I knew there left, and then I finally figured out why they did it, so they could make more Verge clones. And I get it, because I was one of them. <laughs> so I don't hate them all, but I hate them a, a lot. Yeah. Like, they, their, on, their message the became hand. too diluted. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, whenever, whenever Polygon, like, you know, reports, like, a news article, yes, it's very, very short, succinct. Um but then they like whenever they have opinion articles or features or stuff like that, like it is it is very well written, mm-hmm. usually on very interesting topics, you know. And they're they're doing really cool things with like uh especially I'm I'm just in love with this this cover story concept mm-hmm. um where they do like and it's not you know, because it's not just an article then, it's you know, they've got a bunch of other kind of multimedia whatever fits in with this particular month's story um like did, did you go and browse through their their japanese developer one i don't from, i don't read I, tech it was news. a month ago i don't read gaming news just okay I'll, I'll find it for you um and i mean you don't need to like read every single article but just like just take a look at like what they did i will do that um, i will also uh, tell you uh, um, another example here that i just found i think if i didn't lose it which i did uh, snake, snake. Right here, 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 here's The Verge two hours ago. What a guy slicing open snake eggs can teach us about YouTube. TheVerge.com. No, <laughs> just no. So then let let me click okay. through, let me click through to that. Oh crap! I clicked on the video. Um, actually, I suppose I could put that in the fringe notes. Can't that, I? that would be lovely, actually. Yeah. Um. So you click on that Verge article and then um. You you get a YouTube video and some text and some more text and actually a lot of text, but I have no idea why they're writing about this. So you know how The Verge is supposed to be about like tech. And... I think my favorite example so far has been that that Vizio 4K television. What was that review? That was not a review. <laughs> that was literally an ad, but a bad ad. And it wasn't a it wasn't an ad for that TV either. It was just like an hey, 4K for televisions are great. Yeah, like I you just, should buy a 4K television right now. I just don't even know what the Verge is doing, and and so <laughs> so the snake egg thing that I just happened to find here. So you know how there's there's sort of four Vox sites. There's the Verge, Polygon, uh, Vox, which is dumb, and uh, SB Nation. Yep. And they all have their niche, sort of. Like, uh, Vox is probably the loosest, maybe. They're, you know, they're political, but they're also, like, culturally relevant, I guess. I almost yeah, wish the Verge... You don't like, you don't like the Vox? No, I the... love them, but I just wish they hadn't picked the word Vox. Oh, okay. Because, like, it's really hard for me to say Vox Media and Vox.com. Like, okay. they should have, like, literally picked a different name. It wouldn't have been that hard. I know they're all upset with the letter V, but, eh. Um... So I wish I wish the Verge had another place to put all of their non-tech junk. Mm-hmm. So like the what what would it be the uh, the edge the the um the fringe. 
<laughs> You're not allowed to speak anymore. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Oh man. Okay, let me let me go uh, find this thing you put in here. Polygon. Hmm. Poly polygon. What? I have to hit enter? Oh wow, that's fancy. It makes noise? Why does it make noise? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, stop making noise. Okay, well, I'll just uh, push both of that over to my phone and read that in my uh, long 15-minute train ride. There you go. Yeah, like, this, the that first page on the cover um, is basically just, like, a summary of, here are the cool, like, technical things that we did with this particular cover story that, you know, you don't see in a typical article. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the rest of... The rest of the pages are just like, yeah, articles about individual subjects. Now, you know, I am way too technical for my own good. Like, I am sure the writing here is top-notch, way better than The Verge and their garbage now. But I would pay, like, at least $7 to find out how the CMS for the Polygon is written. It is so nice. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, like, Chorus is literally amazing. That's there. That's what, yeah. that's what it's called. Yeah, Chorus. Did it- uh, don't don't uh, all of the Vox websites share a CMS? Yes, or... they do. They're they're but they're all customized per site though. So I mean, okay. even, even though it is one technical code based, you know, it's like it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it is. I I don't know how they do it, but it is amazing and lovely. And my gosh, this page has a lot of content on it. This is why they, we pay them the big bucks. Yeah, not the Verge because the Verge is going downhill. So uh, uh, Neil, I tweeted a few days ago that they actually grew in 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 views and in some other metric significantly, you know, year over year. Uh, there's <laughs> probably no way I'm ever going to find that, except, yeah, probably not. He definitely mentioned it on the Vergecast, which, by the way, has ads now. Well, like ad reads. What? Like an ad read? Yes. Okay. Yeah, like like you know, they're paid to talk about Squarespace for a few seconds. Oh, I think. that's that's yeah. uh, of course they are. Yeah. <laughs> don't let, don't don't get me started on Squarespace. <laughs> uh, so I put a link to the Neilite tweet. The Verge had its second biggest month ever in February at 26 million uniques, 35 percent year over year increase. No tricks, no gimmicks, no dress, and. That sounds great, and if you recall, like, a few months ago, there was this article about how The Verge was turned around by Neelai by asking, or from Neelai basically asking the people who work there, just tell me about your average day, and I think somebody did an interview with him and basically said, yeah, we wanted our people to write because they're young and they're living in this amazing city and they have all these gadgets, and we just wanted to just hear what their average day was like with all this new tech, and it's like, ugh. It's exactly what I didn't want to read about. I don't know. I'm a bitter old person. Clearly. I don't know. <sighs> my, uh, my, my, my dreams of the future were colored by The Verge, and I fell off their infinite triangle. I mean, that just means that you need to find somebody else to, to watch and read and listen to and stuff. So, you know, go to Bloomberg. Hey, you know what? If you look at Bloomberg, if you do do that, you will see uh-huh. that Topolsky literally everywhere. It is so Verge-like. And then if you go to Wired, which is where Pierce went, you can go just uh, walk over to thewired.com slash uh, the Verge 2. Uh, you can uh, find a pretty uh, pretty uh, Verge-y experience there also. 
Um, it's it's more maybe um a little bit more voxy, but you can see the idea, and it's like, uh-huh, I get it now. So any minute now, Ross Miller will be leaving and going somewhere to go and found the Verge 5. Who's Ross Miller? Who's uh, I don't know. It's some Verge person. Okay. Isn't that the chief editor now? Well, under Neil, I guess. Whoever is that? Um, Dieter Bone? Oh, uh, no, no. Yeah, okay. I don't know. They all look the same now to me. I don't even... Right, is so Ross he, even there? He sta- he, Dieter Bone stands out in my mind simply because he's from Minnesota. <laughs> oh, is he? Yeah, he, he graduated from the U of M, actually. Oh, well, who knew? Yeah, I think Ross Miller is still around at the Verge, yeah. I don't know what he does. Like, okay, how many people have journalists as their celebrities, Ryan? Like, we are so weird. We're so, <laughs> there's something wrong with us. And, 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 and this, is, this isn't an accident. Like, I chose to be this way. <laughs> Well, you, you, okay. you, like, you should feel my, my hatred towards Twit. Like, I hate Twit. Like, I, 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 um, took all of their podcasts out of my, uh, Beyond Pod, and I don't do anything with Twit anymore at all, ever, because mm-hmm. the, the place is toxic. Um, they have been slowly kicking out their best talent. Um, uh, Tom Merritt, who did their daily tech news show, who I modeled my show partially after he got kicked mm-hmm. out. Although he was kicked out sort of for a fair reason, like he wasn't in studio enough because, you know, he moved away. So you would just Skype in, but, you know, Skype sucks. So I guess maybe that's fine. But um, they had told him that they would try to set up an L.A. venue for him so that they could have more remote guests in another remote location, but in studio there. And uh, apparently they didn't want to do that. So lies. Uh, and, and then in addition to that, they, uh, let other really great people go and they got in much more subpar people who are probably cheaper to pay. Um, just, ah, uh, twit man, not a big fan. Yeah. So th- I think the best evidence for my obsession with, uh, with these people is the dream journals that I have on my blog. Yeah. Because the, the second, second dream that I, wrote about on my blog ever was about going to New York and running into both Sam Eberts and, uh, and, um, shit, what's his name? Paul Miller. Um, yeah. Paul Miller. Cause, Paul Miller, cause remember yeah. I yeah. made the verge Paul Miller clone. Exactly. And Paul um, died. Who knows what even happened to him? I, I don't know. He left the internet for a while. He came back and then, you know, he's still basically, whatever. he's still basically off the internet. <laughs> Paul Miller. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's not a good then, sign. So when you Twitter search Paul Miller, you don't get anything. Going a while. Uh, oh my god, another Paul Miller dream. I was at E3 and I ran into and I, and I got a phone call from Paul Miller. Like I was dreaming about this on May 18th. Like I follow Paul Miller and he tweeted seven hours ago and I didn't see it. <laughs> okay, the next one is about Nathan Fillion, so he's an actual celebrity, that, that, I that, guess. That, that is fair, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just... What does Paul Miller even do? I don't even know if he does anything anymore. Yeah, I don't... I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if he works for anyone anymore. I don't know. Yeah, like, like, and of course, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm extremely bitter, extremely jaded with The Verge, and, you know, all... and. Clearly, the cause of this, right, is is Qualcomm. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. 
because, <laughs> because if Qualcomm had actually released the 810 um, in April of last year, the industry wouldn't have literally imploded and everybody would still be employed the right way. <laughs> sure thing. Oh, it's Qualcomm's fault, man. Where's the... Seriously, where's the one where I met all of the people from the Besties podcast? When, when, when are you going to buy your own domain name? I should do that. I should do that now. I, I was uh, looking... Well, um, I guess I never wrote that one down. I was. You should write that down. There's never a dream where The Verge can't be in it. Well, not, well not, yeah, none of them are from The Verge, well, except but, for Chris Pan, who's so, now on The so Verge. So I, I guess we can. I guess I can talk about it since everybody knows that I'm working on totally another version of the CMS. Um, uh-huh. So the first version of the CMS was called Convergence, of course. You know, the technological convergence. The second CMS, of course, was called Co-Prime, of course, because uh, it's the second word in the co. And um, I, you know, for for a while, I was looking around for a new co-word, and, and so I think I've settled on cohesive. Cohesive. Because, okay, man, does this new CMS work so much better together? I was thinking comprehensive. Nope, not comprehensive because I'm not on the show. Let's see. Comparable. <laughs> no, I feel like that would be bad because my CMS will not be comparable. Um, it doesn't extend that? No, no, it extends um, something else. <laughs> oh, it, uh, it um, inherits from The Verge, and it's a subclass of does not suck. I know. Kojak. Why? And what? Because it's cheese. No. <laughs> um, constable. Buffaloes and beavers. <laughs> you could just name it Code. Wow, that is amazing. No, I think Cohesive is pretty good. This is the code base for Code. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get it up on GitHub eventually in a few days. I mean, you know, like nothing is done, but it's uh, a lovely start. Mm-hmm. I wrote a um a really tiny WordPress plugin to export the entire Nexus data as um JSON. Okay. So I can actually practice with the new CMS with all of our existing data completely correct. Ah, good, good. Something I was not able to do before. And then did you build a scraper that would uh, find all of the links on them and uh, rebuild I don't the even, website I don't, to, to I, put it on a CD and and you know insert. Them. <laughs> I don't I don't even, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even need to do that. Gosh, that's so funny. Like what 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 you know, I what what kid knows how to build a scraper? <laughs> Ryan, you're so weird. Why? Scraping was do you, do you know, And I point at you uh, oh, like yeah. uh, 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 <laughs> Do you the reason oh I knew God. how to make a scraper actually is because I was scraping Crunchyroll for their anime. That's what <laughs> that's how I learned how to scrape. And so I would scrape their series page to get the individual pages to scrape out the FLV link to 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 mass download all these things with PHP with an Ajax loading bar so that it would show me each one in parallel how much was done. And then I could just watch it with VLC over the network. Because RSS feeds aren't a thing. They no, you could not. No, Mm-mm. you know this was years what? years ago. You know, like this was like seventh eighth grade. Because what what seventh and eighth grader doesn't know how to make a scraper? <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Oh man.
Hi, Andrew Bailey. How you doing? I can't believe you're still listening to this. Ryan, call the croc hunter. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Did, did you watch the uh, the other video that my group made? Oh, yeah, I watched both. Um, So there was the okay, closed one yeah. and the... Um, what was the other one? Uh, Something about calling oh. a phone number? Yeah, yeah, because that's the phone number that you can call on campus to get uh, snow and ice removed. I, th- I wonder if we have a phone number for that, because, man, are there places where there's tons of ice and snow. Well, probably, but, you know, it's the, hidden. Well, the U is probably bigger, too. It's probably what? Uh, it's probably bigger. There's probably a lot of little side areas they don't care about. Hmm, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that, that's what I did in the video was... Yeah, I know. <laughs> I like. I like. Also liked your disconnect boop. Yeah, what was what was different about it? Well, I mean, I never think about there being a disconnect boop, but because there you, always is. But because you put it there, I noticed it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it snowed here recently, as you might have heard, and mm. um, while oh, I was while I was shoveling yesterday because, to get rid of the snow on the sidewalk. I got a call from some number I've never had before, and I was listening to a podcast while shoveling because that's what we do, right? And I, yeah, I, 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 I agreed. Yeah, and so I, I got um, you know, I had my Bluetooth headphones on, and I got a call, so I answered. And and it's hard to talk to somebody with Bluetooth headphones on because you can hear them, but there's a latency back to the phone, and then of course the latency of the phone network itself. Okay. And so I'm kind of like yelling, like "Hello!" and <laughs> And they're like, hello, hello, is this, is this Ryan? And it's like, yeah, uh, we're calling to ask you about, um, the events of the day. This is a short 10 minute survey. Do you, do you have time for this? Uh, I'm shoveling right now. Well, when, when would be a good time to, uh, call you back? I don't know. Sorry. And it's like, <laughs> I felt so bad for the poor person because they probably couldn't hear me. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You shouldn't have just made that into a whole story. Like, you know, can, can you talk about the events of your day? There was a blizzard! <laughs> I, have to, I have to shovel the whole sidewalk. It's so hard. I can't live my life anymore. Well, so then, so then I, 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 t- I put my phone back in my pocket after I'm, you know, I end the call. And then I realize I have Bluetooth headphones on. Why don't I just continue to shovel while talking to them? Yeah. I'm dumb. I from the story I assumed that you were still shoveling. <laughs> I I wasn't. I stopped. I took off my glove to get my phone out. I answered because you know it's hard to you know hit the button. Did you answer via the Bluetooth headphones, like without taking it out of your pocket? I'm sure there's a button to do it, but I don't know what they do. I mean, I know that there's a button on my inline mic. So like I figured if I so I, presumably the the play button would answer the call, but on these mm-hmm. headphones the play button also if you hold it too long it will turn them off again. So I don't uh, I don't know. Yeah, because I, I know with this grenade speaker, um, the play button is also yeah the answer call button. I thought you were just gonna I thought you were just gonna say that this this grenade. <laughs> Every, literally everybody who sees this thing just goes that looks like a grenade. I'm like yeah I know. Yeah my my Bluetooth speaker looks like a speaker. Well, I guess it looks like a speaker if you look at it from here. Yeah. But everybody sees it sitting on a table like this. Did you see that Verge tweet slash story about this uh, circle phone, the Verge circle phone? Circle. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, okay, well, I, I don't either. I can't find a link because when you Google the Verge circle phone, 
the Verge Circle. You you killing killing me here, man. Why 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 Verge? Why it should be so easy to find things on your website. Oh wait, you suck. Okay, well, I don't know. They keep talking about this circle phone and about how amazing it is. And it's like, it's not amazing. I don't know. Like, you guys should be the most hard people to impress, the most skeptical of anything, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they sound skeptical as hell whenever they talk about anything on the Vergecast. I don't know what they do when they're writing. I but... wish it reflected in their tweets and in their writing. Got to get those clicks, man. I, I hate that. You know, one of the best things about literally not caring how much money I hemorrhage from the Nexus and how much, you know, things cost and not caring about views and page views and listens and downloads is I have no responsibility to care about how well we do or how well we don't do. It's such mm-hmm. a liberating feeling. This pretty much the same uh, attitude that uh, Will Wheaton has towards his podcast because, like... um yeah, he, he, I mean, he's an actor. He's a voice actor. He makes his money, you know, by by doing that, by writing books and you know stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. and, but but then he's got this podcast, and and you know, he's like, I don't even know if people listen to this. I don't care if people listen to this. Like, I'm just making this to make a thing where a thing didn't exist before. And I love and I'm that like, perspective. Yeah, I'm like, you go, Will Wheaton. Mm-hmm. You do you. Like for me, it's. Again, I'm too technical for my own good. The podcasts have become a way to fill my CMS of data. <laughs> it's so bad. I mean, you think about it. That website is a great, like, just piece of your resume. I know. It's a, it's beautiful. And it's something that's been up and online for, like, a long time. Works. Looks good from the outside, at least. <laughs> you know, it, honestly, even if you look at the WordPress code, which I hate and despise with all my life... Man, is it good? <laughs> you know the the parts I wrote. You, okay, good. Yeah. Like like the WordPress core. No, that the, the thing can just go die. But but the parts I wrote to try to combat that it it did work out for a long time and it still works. When eventually I'll figure out a way to put up in a separate branch. So last summer I actually did spend most of all summer coding the SMS. You know, for a third time in WordPress and. I was using, you know, some of the new advanced PHP functionality that exists, you know, in PHP 5.5 and 5.6, uh, namespaces, closures, and, you know, really cool object-orientated, orientated, uh, <laughs> um, object-oriented, um, you know, concepts. And basically I failed miserably because WordPress is not made to be conducive to object-orientedness or the new features like traits and, um, you know, interfaces and, um, you know, reflection and anonymous calls and stuff. And so mm-hmm. you can see how when, when I put the new CMS and the incomplete th- third generation WordPress CMS, you can see how the ideas I had, you know, eight months ago are almost completely met by the new one just because it's actually real, a real framework with real PHP with real computer science concepts backing it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I just, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I kind of was reading other things while trying to listen to you, and it didn't work out so well. But, you know, that's okay. That's why it's a podcast. PHP, something or other, eight months ago, something or other, you know. You got the gist of it. (laughs) Uh, It's also 11 o'clock, and I think I should go to bed. Get out of here. Go. Go. A couple less hours of sleep than ideal. What is sleep? Is that a thing? Um, Supposedly for Uh, the week. Um, So, uh, I guess... I don't know how per important exactly it is that that this 
episode be available by my class time tomorrow? It'll be the, available you know, by uh, 12.30. In the morning? Like, in one hour and 25 minutes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome! I love you, Ryan. I love you, too. You're, you're my favorite producer. See, you, did, you, you, see, you don't listen to 5 by 5 <laughs> so, No, I don't. So, so when Dan Benjamin and Merlin Mann do their show, Back to Work... Merlin will say I love you, and then uh, then Dan will say I love you back, and then they'll they'll go off and cut to their music. <sighs> One day I'll okay. have a show that I can do that for. Why can't you do that with with the end of this fringe and just cut out what, I, what we've been talking about just now? Because they won't get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's for you. Remember, you're just making a thing where a thing didn't exist before. Oh right, I'm just making the thirty seconds in the fringe. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, uh, get out of here. Go sleep. Not... Yep, I will. Okay, it's Thank been fun. You, yep, you too. Have bye a good bye. one. Bye. Ooh. And there you go. That was Ted number three, Vaxter Dimension with Ian Buck and uh, me, Ryan Rampersad. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to go and uh, produce that because it's a lovely show. Hopefully, Ian Buck didn't sound too awful, and uh, that's all I know. The show notes here are quite sad. But do not worry. I shall fix them. Hi, cat. Anyway, Fringe, have a good one, and I will see you later.